There are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name is Isaiah. I'm joined tonight by Mark and Ted. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing pretty good, man. How are you doing? Not doing good. Not too bad. Not too bad. (laughs) Sorry I interrupted you there. I didn't mean to. (laughs) You better be. (laughs) Kind of threw me off because I'm not used to people asking me how I'm doing (laughs) through the intro. So that, that threw me off a little bit. And a happy new year to everyone. Yes, we are in our first episode of 2020. Finished off the uh, last year with a bang. We fit in 22 episodes plus our two reviews of Three from Hell last year. So a total of 24 episodes. So that's almost a half a year's worth of content right there. Not too bad for just a podcaster starting out. Yeah, not to mention... uh the Friday the 13th game live streams that we did. Yep. Live stream was well received too um, for in the beginning for the amount of people that we actually had watching because we actually did have some people watching while we were doing it and other people have obviously checked it out since then. So, But more to come with that because I, I would love to start doing some more live streams here coming up. But we'll talk more about that here in just a little bit. Kicking off the new year, has there been anything you guys have checked out, movie or TV wise? Um, only new for me. I watched that I can think of off the top of my head is I watched the uh, Clownado last night. Um, the long and short of it, it's a budget movie. I would give yeah. it on a five point scale. I'd give it a two, personally. Okay. Not a, n- not completely avoid it, but maybe don't put it at the top of your watch list. Right. Kind of one of those things if you just got nothing better to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was entertaining. That's that's the best I can give on it. <laughs> okay. Not bad. What about you, Ted? I finally uh, took time and uh, I've been watching a lot of movies the past week, but I finally watched the uh, Shout Factory's uh, Blu-ray of The Blob, and it was fantastic. Looks great. Sounds great. Okay. It's a win. It's got a bunch of bonus features. I highly recommend it if you are a fan of the Blob from 1988. I got I got one more that I forgot. Okay. <laughs> this is a extremely extremely budget movie, and they used it to their advantage in in great ways. That I thought it was called Velocipaster. <laughs> I heard of that. Oh yeah, I want to watch that. <laughs> it's so it's one of those movies where it's so bad that it's good okay (laughs) it was nothing but laughs for me the whole time i it's i probably watch it again but it's i would never expect to see a movie like that in theaters but it was fucking funny (laughs) oh yeah i i i bet you it probably was i could i could imagine it is well from hearing about uh today earlier i'm hearing about how uh some theater chains, uh, ch- I said change, I can't talk now. Some theater chains, their stock has gone down this year despite all the big hit movies. Um, 
we might not maybe in 10 to 15 years we might not be seeing any movies in the theaters anymore because there might not be any theaters anymore who knows yeah hopefully that's not the case i know i hope not because that's the experience i love the movie going experience you go sit down a dark big big dark room with people and enjoy a story it's definitely not the same when at home i mean it's great it's convenient for at home but there's just something about going to the movies and i i really hope that that's not the case you know uh, with it kind of going out of style or whatever the case may be and them starting to shut down and only having a few i would hate for it to see it to go the way of the drive-in you know um Mm -hmm. i think that would just be terrible and then i I, because i know like alamo draft house has been like one example where like they've actually made money um but Mm -hmm. that's because if you look at the experience you get with going to an alamo draft house yes it does cost more money than a traditional movie theater but, I mean, you have the dine-in restaurant, you've got the full-service bar, you've got the different types of um, events that they do for, like, movies, like showing mm-hmm. older movies, more rare, obscure movies. They cater more to, like, a cinephile than they do, like, a normal, everyday American going to see a fucking movie. Yeah, than general so, audiences. I feel right. like... Like the smaller, the smaller like uh, niche theaters won't ever go anywhere. Like I have one right. here that's called as a a pizza restaurant, Asheville Pizza and Brew. They're a pizza slash brewery slash movie theater, and this place is awesome. They pick like two or three movies that they show all week, and it's usually mm-hmm. a mix of older and newer movies. You go in regular theater setup, but. There's an extra space in between each row where there's just one big long table so you can sit down okay. and eat your food and you can put your put your beer or your water or whatever you have and sit there and watch this movie and I went and watched uh Peanut Butter Falcon there and it was it was awesome. Okay. It was absolutely cool. awesome. So I think yep. little things like that and like the maybe like the drive-in that Sean talks about all the time, things like that'll probably stick around for a while because yeah right the people that go there are the people that love movies exactly mm-hmm. exactly and and i know i mean it's it's not always going to be the same as it always has been so things are going to change and i'm sure a lot of these chains are probably going to start closing as time goes on but yeah i i think i i, I agree with you that those niche kind of theaters that kind of play to the cinephile crowd people that love movies are gonna definitely probably stick around it might be harder to find a a place to go see a movie you know at some point but um i yeah i I believe they're still gonna be around it's just gonna be it's just gonna make things harder basically to be able to go see something or not necessarily harder but less convenient than it is now but as for me for the things that i've kind of checked out this, this since last week I have been checking out the Netflix series that we talked about a couple weeks ago when we were checking out trailers about the Dracula series that was uh, produced by Netflix and the BBC. That's really, really good. I've, I've only watched the first episode, but already I'm like hooked. And it's only a three-parter, so it's like a, just a limited miniseries. But this whole thing all together is like four and a half hours long, you know, if you were to watch it non-stop so it's it's so it's like a, a decent movie. chunk okay. pretty much yeah it's like it's two just, movies pretty much <laughs> yeah just broken up into three parts basically 
So it kind of works. Yeah, I mean, just from the first episode, it got me hooked. I I know a lot of people like loved it or hated, not necessarily hated it, but like liked certain aspects, but certain aspects they didn't. I don't know. It's it's kind of seems to be where everybody's kind of at is just they either really like it or they just are kind of indifferent towards it. But I'm I'm like I'm liking what I see so far, so I'm hoping it kind of keeps that pace that it's going at. I, I love the whole gothic feel that they went back towards that. You know, more like the original movie and the novel. Uh, I, I like that. I like that they didn't set it in contemporary times or try to make it this action adventure. It's straight up horror. I, I love it. I, I, but I, I basically love almost everything that the BBC has done. And it's got the people that made the Sherlock series behind it. So it's got a good team behind it, you know, producing this. So, so far, so far, so good. On top of that, I started digging into my Vinegar Syndrome Blu-rays from the Black Friday sale. So I've checked out Spookies, which I absolutely love, love Spookies. If you haven't checked that out, I highly suggest it. It's I a good 80s flick. It. Yeah, definitely. It, it's it's good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I it's like so you. I cheesy. got so many movies. I got so many movies from that sale that yeah. I, I just haven't even dug into yet. <laughs> It's right, just, uh, I have a lot to watch. Yeah, and then on top of that, because I've watched a couple of the Vinegar Syndrome ones, I think I, the other one I watched was Hell Comes to Frogtown, which yes. is great, always great. Roddy Piper, amazing. I love but that movie. on top of that, the other movie I've watched is uh, New York Ripper, so the Ulchi movie from the early '80s. So that one's great. Uh, I love the. 4k release of that the 4k looks beautiful on that movie <laughs> it just looks amazing so Don't forget the soundtrack <laughs> the, the soundtrack is killer too I, I love that that three disc set came with the soundtrack as a cd yep. on there it was that was a nice touch you're welcome <laughs> yes ted's the one that told <laughs> me that i could find it on amazon because i was looking i was originally looking at vinegar syndrome for it but it costs so much money and then it was cheaper on there, and then I got the lenticular cover with it, which was I was kind of worried about not getting because I wanted that, but it all worked out in the end, and I ended up yep. exactly with what I wanted for cheaper. So it was a it was a nice little nice little find through Amazon. But that's kind of what I've been watching uh, this week. I, I've still got a ton of movies to watch between all the Vice Academy movies and yeah, like, those Berserker. look great. Oh yeah. Those looked great. Berserker, I can't wait to watch either. Yeah, I gotta watch that soon. I've been watching. I can't wait to watch all my stuff that I bought. I'm just gonna be saying that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. Finally got my shelf factory order in, so that's nice. Nice, nice, nice. It'll be about seven months before I watch everything, probably. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) How long it takes. Yeah, it's it's gonna be quite a bit, and then. Got to fit in all the movies that we're going to have to be watching this year for something I want to start doing here, which we'll talk about here in just a moment. But kind of our main discussion is going to be kind of what we're looking forward to in the next year, kind of playing off of what we talked about last week, how we talked about all our favorite things from the last decade, from movies to video games to TV shows. We're going to continue that discussion on, but talking about what we're looking forward to that's coming out this year. And... With that, we're also going to kind of discuss 
some different things that we are wanting to try to implement with the podcast and some other content um, that we want to maybe start looking at doing this year, you know, is, is to kind of help change things up and kind of help keep growing this show and just implementing more content for you guys that we can release and whether it be videos or live streams, uh, there's some different things that we could probably be doing to kind of help move things forward if nothing else. But so why don't we talk about that a little bit? Um, is there anything you guys are wanting to try to do this year to kind of help grow the channel and maybe some different things that you want to try exploring and doing and putting out there? I say if we get 10,000 likes on a video, then we videotape Isaiah getting his nipples pierced. What, <laughs> what do you guys say? <laughs> Are we going off a majority vote? <laughs> yeah, I would lose that. <laughs> I would do, uh, I would, if we got so many, I'd get like, a tattoo of the podcast. I mean, I wouldn't pierce my nipples and I wouldn't get like a tattoo of something that I would hate to have on my body, but right. I would do <laughs> yeah, something like that. I'm not a tattoo guy, so But you're a nipple but piercing guy. I would guy? love to see I would love to see Isaiah doing his nipples pierced. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> I um, can't explain it. <laughs> on a serious note, something that I personally would like to see for our podcast is if if we could grow to a point to where it would be worth it, I would like to do giveaways for our fans. But at this point, it's just it's yeah. just not fe- feasible for us at all. Yeah, that'd be good. And I would also like to be able to maybe we all get together and set up a booth at a convention and talk about what we're doing with our podcast. That I would be something would be I would love to do. Yes. But like at, where we're at right now is just, we don't have any kind of sponsorship. Our our fan base is, is growing, but it's still pretty small. So, yep. but both of those are still possible for this year, but we ourselves have to get out there and hustle and make this thing work. Right. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I mean, the, the convention thing is pretty feasible. I mean, typically for getting into a convention, so I've looked into this a little bit. I mean, yeah, you'd be spending a little bit of money. It would be like $300 for a weekend to get in there to promote your show. But then That's if you come in there... With, no, it's it's really not. But if you come in there with flyers, stickers, you know, whatever stuff that's very minimal in cost to give away to get the word out there about the podcast, business cards, that kind of stuff, that can help to kind of grow it. And I, I think that might not be a bad idea. Um, it would just be a matter of trying to organize something like that. Well, I mean, even if it was just like two of us at one and maybe right. one or two of us at a different one, cause we're pretty spread out. If none of you guys know, not a single one of us live in the same state. We're all doing this over the internet. Yep. So it, it makes it a little difficult, especially. And luckily for us, Ted's the only one that's in a different time zone. <laughs> I'm in the same time zone as. No, no, he, yeah, oh, I thought you. I thought you were zone. Eastern. Okay. No, he's okay, Central. So, so we're split. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> Mark and Sean, me and Ted. Oh, okay. See, so you guys can get a little glimpse of what we what we tried to deal with to try to make this thing happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, we've gone through so many different uh, audio formats. So many oh, different my God. <laughs> ways for us to get together on the internet. <laughs> if you listen to our first show compared to where we're at now, it sounds so cringy. Just leaps the, and the bounds, audio quality. Man. Oh my god! <laughs> and that's just over the last six months. I mean, <laughs> just how much we've gotten our audio that much better in the last six months. And even now, it's not perfect, but it's at least a hundred times better than what it was originally. Well, not but, only that, but also like our format has grown and gotten better and i think us personally as i don't know expositioners expositors whatever you call it i think the more we do this the more comfortable we are in this space when we first started out i was kind of iffy like i didn't think i would be good at this but i'm getting more and more confident i'm spending more time doing a little bit more research for the show yeah just i think individually we're getting better and in 2020 we're there's nowhere to go but up Hopefully. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, I mean, if you look at because, like, compared to, like, the first show and, like, even, like, the first few months or whatnot, I was, like, nothing but ums and ahs and, like, stuttering and stuff like that. Like, I yeah. had to do so much editing to get that shit out of there. But, <laughs> I mean, now I, I still stutter because I've, I've always kind of had a stutter. But even, like, the ums and ahs, I don't do them nearly as much. At least I don't. I can't tell if I am until I edit it. And there's sometimes where I'm like struggling a little bit <laughs> and I'll start doing the ums and ahs a little bit, but it's not nearly as bad as what it used to be. So I don't have to nearly spend as much time editing, which is nice because in the beginning I was spending like six, seven hours editing an episode. Now I've gotten to where it's maybe three hours, four hours, depending Unless it ends up being bad and there's just audio issues that happen, that's where time can end up getting sucked up. But at least it's gotten better to where I'm not doing as much of my little ticks as I used to, which has just become with the whole comfortable thing because I used to be so nervous trying to do this because I'm just like, I don't want to fuck this up. I don't want to fuck this up. And of course, I'd end up <laughs> fucking it up by doing ums and ahs all the time. But yeah, you I'd... psych yourself into <laughs> doing shit. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, for me, what I'm kind of wanting to work towards, I, I definitely would like to do a convention, you know, this year at some point, if possible. Otherwise, I know one thing I do want to work towards, and this is kind of more for the future, not really this year but i know we were talking about once we got to episode 100 maybe renting out that camp uh for from friday 13th part six and doing an episode there kind of yeah. making a weekend of it or something i, I that's yeah, something i want to kind of work towards where we can all get together actually record an episode live you know where we're all together instead of in separate states and then you know, we had talked about maybe trying to organize getting an interview, you know, for that. Because we figured it out, and if we did an episode a week, by the time our 100th episode came out, it'd be right about the same time as the 30th anniversary of Jason Lives. So, 
if we could organize something like that and get you know somebody from that movie maybe that we could possibly interview even if we had to pay for it or, or whatever the case may be to kind of make it work if if we were far enough along where we're actually starting to get some income through either ad revenue or something like that because ultimately i'd like to start seeing some money coming in for the podcast to kind of help us get you know better quality equipment and then also kind of helping to just make the podcast overall better but not only that but like what mark was saying um possible giveaways and stuff like that whether it be through like a patreon thing or if we just did like uh not even necessarily that but just if we could afford it to do it like monthly or whatever the case may be you know if if we have people that are are subscribed to us or or something like that because i like one thing i had thought about is uh if we did end up going the patreon route or something like that because like i've been doing masks hockey masks for a while now so i was thinking you know i could do up some hockey masks whether it be part three or all the way through jason goes to hell or whatever the case may be and we could use those for giveaways too you know so i mean there's there's different options for that but even beyond that just episode wise for different shows i was i i do want to start doing more reviews because i really like the review format that we've been doing. I think that's been some of our best work, but that's also just because that's been a lot of our last month and a half of episodes too, that it's worked out very well. And I think that's just because of us getting more experience doing this, but I I really like the, the review format with the different movies. And plus we've got so many movies that are coming out anyways this year that are going to be worth reviewing. Uh, But you know, last week I talked about how, doing the retrospective series for Halloween, you know, going through each of the movies up until the release of Halloween and then finishing off with a Halloween kills review. So I I definitely want to do that. I also thought about, you know, what if we did that for saw too, because we've got the new saw movie that's coming out doing a whole retrospective about that as well. So that's just kind of some of the stuff that I've been thinking about that I'd like to try to implement if possible and to kind of help, grow the channel and grow our community and not only that, but also doing live streams. Cause I know we've talked about live streams a few times, you know, since we did the Friday the 13th one for the Jason takes Manhattan anniversary. Mm-hmm. But I, I would like to start doing more live streams, especially cause we've got some good games that are coming out here this year. I mean, dying light two is, is a good example if if a couple of us end up getting that game, we could live stream that game or I could live stream it if I get it, if I'm the only one that gets it or whatever the case may be. I, I would just like to start doing more live streams as just some additional content. But uh, Yeah, the streams, I agree. And on top of that, I think it'd be cool to do like a Let's Play. For instance, mm-hmm. Ted is very funny when he gets scared. <laughs> I knew that was coming. You just want to hear me I, scream. I would love to watch him. And well, even me for myself, like for instance, I never played Resident Evil 3 ever. So okay. they're doing the remake. I could do a let's play of that and it would be it'd be fresh. It'd be organic and it'd be real. Because I only played one yeah. and two and then skipped on to four. There you go. So you never even played That's a, actually not a bad idea? Game? No. Never oh, played man. zero. I played one, two, four, and seven, and oh. that's it. 
The only one I haven't played is the the remake for two. I still haven't played that yet. Yeah, I haven't played I the remake. I need to get that at some point. I love Resident Evil, but you just want to hear me scream. It's okay, everybody does. I think I think that's what everyone wants to. <laughs> that's what's <laughs> that's the American dream. <laughs> hear me scream. You should hear me playing Dying Light when I like miss a ledge. <laughs> I'm like gonna fall to my death. <laughs> Isaiah can attest to that. We've been playing that together a lot past couple of couple of days, weeks, whatever. Gearing up for the second one coming out. I just bought it because it was on sale and. I played it at my cousin's house on his Xbox One like three years ago after he had his knee surgery and I was hanging out with him at nights. During the day, he would play like all the side quest stuff and I'd come over and hang out with them and I would play the, the main mission stuff. So we beat the game together. <laughs> so just Nice. So it was on sale for like 15 bucks. So I bought it the day after Christmas off the PlayStation store and... Yeah, just been plowing through it. I've forgotten so much stuff because it's been, like I said, three years or so. So everything felt fresh because <laughs> I completely forgot a lot of the stuff. Yeah, Dying Light has, like, I've had it since it came out, which has been almost five years now. It's It's one of those games that it's kind of stood the test of time as it's been out the last five years because so the company's... Fun. It is, and the company's released so much content for it, and they're still releasing content, even though they're getting ready to release Dying Light 2. And I, I like that they've done that. To, they've done what they can to keep this game alive, and they've still got a large player base that are always playing this game. And it's... The proof is in the, the quality of the game, and the game is an amazing quality game. And it is so much fun. It's so much fun, especially when you get to play with other people too. And actually, that's well, that's one game I wouldn't maybe mind doing like a a live stream of. You know, as we're kind of getting ready, ramping up towards Dying Light too. You know, even doing like challenges or something, seeing how long we can survive without dying, <laughs> or racing around Haran, <laughs> trying to see who can get. Which you'll probably end up winning because uh, you always seem to be way ahead of me. <laughs> like all the way across the map before I even notice. That's... You're just messing. Ar- you're messing around in the tower, and I'm off trying to save her. On you, just you're selfish. I know. You're selfish. You know that. I know. Bro. I know. <laughs> and I actually cried when a certain character died. Cried with laughter. <laughs> um, I'm a bad person. How dare you laugh when Jade died? <laughs> I was trying to keep that spoiler free, but you just spoiled it. If, if people was... haven't played the game yet already, with the game being this old, and they're worried about spoilers, they can go mm. jump off a short pier or something. Because well, they could do that and die in light too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they could jump off of stuff. <laughs> good game though. Good game. Definitely a good game for playing cooperatively cooperatively as well but yeah you've saved my butt a lot of course your your character's level's like a billion and mine's like 24 <laughs> <laughs> i'm working on my legend status now so it's like i am me too i finally i finally unlocked the legend skills so okay nice yeah my did power... you get all your other 
things leveled up or is that still on progress as well? That's still in progress. I've got the power skill is completely maxed out, but my agility okay. and uh, whatever the other one is, I can't remember now. That's bad. Got <laughs> I was it. playing <laughs> the other two trees, but I'm almost done. One of them only has like four slots left. And the other one has like five or something like that. Okay. That's not bad then. So I'm, I'm getting close to maxing everything out. That's good. That's very, very good. So any other things you guys are kind of looking forward to maybe implementing for the podcast or other content that you guys want to do? Well, Mark wants everybody to hear me scream, so we got that yeah. going for us. Let's Plays would be kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not something... We're not trying to be a video game YouTube podcast, but I think doing that every now and then could be fun. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> All right. Well, why don't we go ahead and move into kind of discussing this year and things that are coming up that we are excited for and looking forward to. So are there any, because I know television can be kind of spotty, but are there any television shows that are coming up this year that you guys are kind of looking forward to? I guess I could, I wasn't too keen on it till it was explained to me what type of cartoon it was going to be but that gremlins cartoon kind of has my interest now the okay the the gizmo adventures or whatever it's called it sounds like it's going to be like one of those uh <coughs> i said this before in the whatever episode we talked about it it sounds like a a, a throwback to the um 80s saturday morning cartoons just like gizmo with the old man going yeah. on adventures it just seems that way so i'm kind of looking forward to that and we'll see how that comes about but i'm not a big tv person so that's right. pretty much all i can really say other i even though the witch already came out i, I want to watch that that's on my watch list absolutely 100 yep. percent. that's the only thing i have on my list is the witcher but i'm pretty sure it's not coming out next year <laughs> <laughs> the second season, right. I mean. Um, yeah. As far as TV goes, the way the streaming services and everything are set up nowadays, it's really hard for me to keep track of what's coming out when and when the new seasons of what is coming out. Right. Usually, I don't know about it until like a couple weeks before it comes out or a couple weeks after it came out already. So, okay. I, didn't have, I didn't have anything for TV this year. Well, I've got a few that... Um, kind of looking forward to. So to start things off, Dracula obviously just came out uh, a couple days ago. So that was the first one I was kind of looking forward to this year, and it's paying off pretty well for kind of starting things off for the TV year for me. On top of that, even more non-horror stuff, there's stuff like Better Call Saul that I, I love. Me and my wife love that show, so there's that. Actually, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is pretty good. So that's another Netflix show. I highly recommend that. It's it's pretty good. And then, obviously, Last Drive-In is getting its second season this year. So that's something also to look forward to. Creep Show Season 2 is something to look forward to. And beyond that, because I don't think we're getting another Stranger Things this year. There's Glow, though. Glow gets its final season this year. Yeah, glow. Oh, just, yes, glow. fuck yes. Let's go. I'm so ready. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cobra Kai, once they get season three for that this year, 
Oh, I hope they That's going to be box. good too. You know, what, I want to just box. take a second to appreciate Glow because you guys know that I do not like wrestling. I fucking yep. love that show. That it show is great. so good. Yeah, it is. I it's, agree. It's good enough to make a non-wrestling fan love it. Yep. It's really good. If you haven't <laughs> checked out Glow, I, I highly suggest it. It plays off the whole 80s theme really well. They they did a really good job of basically recreating the 80s in this show. It's awesome. Highly, highly recommend it. But uh, beyond that... I'm kind of looking more Netflix because that's where I've watched most of my shows. But uh, F is for Family gets its next season as well, which I highly recommend if you like animation, like it's adult so animation. It's so funny. It is very, very funny. It's so good. But yeah, I mean, th- those are kind of the main shows I'm kind of looking forward to. I'm sure I'm missing something, especially even horror-related stuff. But for sure, Creep Show and... Last Drive-In are kind of the main horror ones that I'm looking forward to besides Dracula, which is already out. And then uh, uh, Chilling Adventures of of Sabrina isn't really horror, but it's got that horror element to it. And I don't know, it's it's pretty good. But that's kind of what I'm looking forward to with shows. Uh, What about video games? What what are you guys looking forward to regarding video games this year? Dying Light 2. Yep. Resident Evil 3 Remake. And uh, that's uh, really all <laughs> that I'm looking for. I got, in my opinion, the most anticipated video game of the year and one of my most anticipated video games of the past decade. The Last of Us Part Two. I've been waiting for this game forever. Yes, that okay. too. That comes out, I think, May, right? Yes. Something like that, yeah. <clears throat> I am yeah. so freaking ready. Yeah, I forgot about that one too, and I pre-ordered it. I can't believe I forgot about that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I, I loved playing The Last of Us, so I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, okay. it's it's rare for me to replay a horror game instantly after I beat it. <laughs> right. I love no, The Last of Us. You. I went through, I was like, oh, I gotta play it on a harder mode. Oh, I gotta play it without no, without making so many shivs, or I gotta set this and that challenge for myself i love that game <laughs> it's a good game it's a very yeah. very good game but the honestly story is naughty so dog good. does a good job with all their games so yes it's not a surprise uh, uncharted that came out and i was like freaking laura who <laughs> right exactly <clears throat> that's a game series i have not played yet it's the uncharted oh it's buddy good. it's so good it, it is, is so good, good. <laughs> um it's- one that I never heard of until I started looking them up was uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. I okay. didn't play any of the games, but it is a, it's a tabletop game I've always been interested in. The game the game looked good. It's like a role-playing style. You're, you're a vampire. I don't know a whole lot about it, but it looked good, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay. And then there's Baldur's Gate 3, which is a Dungeons & Dragons game, but it's it's set as a horror theme type, like all the Baldur's Gates games were. It's similar to your Diablo type game. Okay. I'm really looking forward to that. Cool. And I also put Diablo 3 on this list, but I'm pretty sure it's not coming out this year. Uh, I, there's no there's no release us. for it yet. Yeah, yeah, they could. And then they came out with that uh, the Diablo mobile game that pissed everybody off. <laughs> yeah. There were there. Everybody was at. I think it was BlizzCon. I'm pretty sure it was BlizzCon. I I mean, I don't follow it that closely, but 
Everybody was there waiting. There's this huge Diablo announcement. Everybody's like, oh man, it's Diablo 4. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it was a mobile four. game. Yeah, I'm, I wrote down three, but it was four. And it was funny because the one guy that they gave the microphone to, because they were starting to open the floor to a question, he's like, is this an early April Fool's joke? <laughs> it was so funny. That's hilarious. That is so funny. Oh my god. How could you fuck up that bad? Everybody's getting sick of these mobile games and then you decide to make one instead of getting something that people would actually want to play. That's really fucking smart. That's because mobile games make money, man. Yeah, exactly. People want to spend the 99 cents to to quickly get to the end of the level and all this uh-huh. and that. The shit that you don't need, but it's put in there as an obstacle just to make you want to make it go away. Here's 99 cents. Go away. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Any other games um, that you're kind of looking forward to? I I have two more. Okay. There's a, there's one. It, it mixes the genres. I'm really excited. Uh, Rainbow Six is coming out with a horror game. It's really? Called, it's called Quarantine. It's going off of the same style that Siege was, where you you fortify and you have your different operators that have different abilities and different weapons. But instead okay. of fighting off another team of players, you're working together to survive a zombie horde. Oh, okay, okay. It, it looks really good. They had a, a little uh, play test of it on the Rainbow Six Siege. It was uh, out for like a month or two. So I played a little bit of it, and it was really, really fun. It <clears throat> felt like a mesh between Rainbow Six and Left 4 Dead. It was very heavy on the Left 4 Dead vibes, where they had the different, like, the Juggernaut-type zombie and, like, the, okay. the exploding-type zombie and stuff like that. It looks really good. I'm super excited for that. Awesome. I didn't even hear about that game, so that's, that's kind of cool, because I... I, I I have liked the Rainbow Six games in the past, so the fact that they're doing one is got me a little bit excited. So um, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, when you get a chance, look it up. Time. Okay, <clears throat> yeah, I definitely will check that out because uh, yeah, that's piqued my interest there. And you said you have one more. Yeah, I wrote the Predator Hunting Grounds down, and I'm not as much excited for it as I am interested to see what happens with this game. Mm-hmm. The reason the reason I say that is because I Ilphonics on it, and they had part responsibility in Friday the Thirteenth the game. Personally, I think Gun Media dumped all the bullshit on the Ilphonic and blamed them for everything when they were such a small crew. Do 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 I think a lot of the problems were Gun Media's fault? No, I think it was mutual. Personally, between both of the the developers. But also what really has me interested is now Disney owns Fox. So now we're working with another fucking IP that might get yanked from the developer. Yeah, that's, that's true. So they might make this game and Disney's like, uh, uh, take this shit down right now. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they worked out their licensing beforehand and they already have it set up. I would hope so. I would hope that they learned from their past mistakes, but personally, I doubt it. I, I, I don't think they would move forward with it and releasing it if they didn't already have it worked out. Cause, uh, I mean, the, the whole Disney merger with Fox happened mid-last year. So mm-hmm. 
they would have had to have known ahead of time because there was talks of it happening for a long time. So I'm sure they got things in order. I mean, they would have to unless they're just completely naive, um, which I wouldn't put it past certain studios that are. Well, they knew about the Friday lawsuit before the game was even made. And then they acted like, oh, well, we didn't see this coming. Bullshit. Well, that was more gun media than anything. Right, right. But they, like I was saying, they were working together. I don't think, because I've seen, you know, I'm not calling any specific people out, but I've seen people from gun media completely throw Ilphonic under the bus for all these different problems. And Mm -hmm. I've seen the way that the same person has handled other uh, issues with the game and with fans and things on social media. I personally think the guy's full of shit, but that's just me. We'll see. I mean, it kind of remains to be seen, you know, what's going to happen with this. I'm hoping it's going to end up being a, you know, a home run. I, I, I really hope that it is because, I mean, getting these different IPs for these different franchises that you would never think we would get a video game for, I hope they do good by it. You know, like we've talked about in the past, like Friday the 13th was a lot of fun. Yes, it had its issues and all the bullshit with the, the franchise and the lawsuits and all that shit kind of brought it down. And then gun media, instead of putting out more content as quickly as they could, deciding to spend all the time fixing stuff when they could have did that afterwards. I mean, that's a whole other discussion for another time, but yeah, there was a lot of mishandling of Friday the 13th, but it was still a fun experience, you know, it still is. And it still is, you know, from time to time, it's still fun to go in there every once in a while and just see all the glitches happening still and that they're, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean that as a bad thing or like a like a shot at them. It, it's still fun. You it's know, just funny, yeah. Yeah. You just start laughing. It's just a good time. Or if, yeah, you join, exactly. or if you join a lobby with a bunch of jerks, you can show them that you're better at being a jerk than they are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, some of our, that's some of our greatest moments. Is yep. Catching oh, people yeah. cheat. Catching people cheating because we don't <laughs> cheat normally. We're just like, you know, we're just going to play this game like it's supposed to be. And then we see other people cheating, so we're like, okay, well, we're going to show you we can do it better, and we always do it better than them. <laughs> I remember they got, one... They got two guys cheating, and then we've got six guys, or how many ever work on, on our side, <laughs> and then all of us are going after those two, and then it just makes it that much better. I remember one time, it was just me and Ted playing, and we were in a lobby where every counselor and Jason was trying to kill both of us and, and they, they all failed. They could They do all it. failed. We lasted, <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. we lasted until the, until the end of the 20 minute lobby, all three of them were in a cat. Remember you were at the main house. I think it was at Higgins uh-huh. Haven and you were at the main house and all three of them were in one cabin with me and they mm-hmm. couldn't kill me. They, yeah. they tried blocking me from windows, or I don't know why they couldn't do it. They're just terrible, but they couldn't kill me. Jason, the, whoever was Jason, got frustrated. He went back to the main house to go after you because he couldn't get me. <laughs> Even with two counselors That's helping great. him, he couldn't get me. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> it's stuff like that that I miss about that game. I, I do miss those late nights playing and just having fun doing that kind of shit. But yeah, um kind of for myself for games that I'm kind of looking forward to definitely predator hunting grounds. I'm interested to see what happens with that. Like I've been saying, I don't know if I, I doubt I'll get it on opening weekend or even pre-ordering it. Cause I want to see what's going to happen with it first. 
but I'm more than likely going to end up getting it anyways. Yeah. Just yeah, because I, I, I like those kind of games. And I'll Friday get it. Just show me. I, on I love, love the Predator, so I'll definitely get yeah. it. So that's definitely one I'm looking forward to. On top of that, Doom Eternal comes out in March. I'm oh, looking forward fuck to yes. that. I can't believe I forgot about Doom. <laughs> <laughs> so more Doom is always good. And actually, uh, they're also remastering Doom 64. Mm-hmm. And putting it out on all the the consoles. So, uh, oh wow, I did not know that they remastered yeah. Torox Torox sixty four too. Yep, yep, I remember that. But yeah, Doom sixty four <clears throat> is coming out actually the same day as Doom Eternal. So I I loved this Doom sixty four when I was a kid because uh, I played the original Doom obviously on PC, but then Doom sixty four was the second one I ever played. So that one kind of has a special place in my heart. So I, I'll be interested to see them remastering that and getting to play that just to see how what they did to kind of bring it to nowadays and what they've done to make it better and graphic-wise and all that. So be interesting to see what that is going to look like and play like. Now, also there's Cyberpunk 2077. That one looks interesting. I don't know if I'm going to actually play that one, but... I will. It's one that's been in development for so long now, and it looks beautiful. I mean, it looks fucking fantastic, you know, graphic-wise. So, And then they got Keanu Reeves in it, so, I mean, win-win. And so that that's interesting, and it'll be good to see what happens with that. And Last of Us Part Two. that's another given, because that is... I love the first game. Second game is going to be just as good. Dying Light 2 is another given. There's no real release date that for that one yet, but they say it's the beginning of 2020, but they haven't released a date yet. But even like the gameplay footage that they've released so far looks amazing. I like what they've done with like adding basically doubling the parkour moves that you can do in this and just everything having like the different zones. I think there's multiple different zones in this and it's supposed to be like four times the size of the original map with everything with the three zones in the original game. So that's exciting. Uh, beyond that, um, as a dragon ball fan, we do have another dragon ball game coming out called dragon okay. ball called dragon ball Z, uh, Kakarot. I'm kind of interested. Oh in that. yeah. That looks really good. So okay. I'm interested in that. It reminded me like, I don't know if you probably played it, Ted, but the the Game Boy Advance game Legacy of Goku. Oh, I love that game. It reminded me like that, but in a 3D space. That's what that that reminded me of. Because it seemed like a RPG. That's what it seemed like. I've got both Legacy of Goku 1 and 2 still in my Game Boy little Game Boy patch or patch case, whatever you want to call it, that I got since I was a kid. I freaking (laughs) love that game. I remember being. I remember being a teenager buying both those games and I just freaking loved them. Especially Legacy nice. of Goku 2. That game's an awesome RPG. I haven't played the second one. Oh man, it's great. It's so much better than the first. And I'm not knocking the first either, but the first one was a short game. Yeah, this one it, it's not it's not short. It goes all the way to the end of the Cell Saga. It's great. Hell yeah. So I got just a couple more games that I'm kinda looking forward to. Uh, there's another remake that's coming out 
that I'm looking forward to. It's uh, Destroy All Humans. I love that game. Oh, as well. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> another remake, uh, specifically. I, I think they're actually putting that one out for all consoles now. Because before it was a a PlayStation exclusive when it first came out. Yeah, it's coming out for Xbox One as well. So nice. that that's kind of interesting for those that didn't get a chance to play it because they didn't have you know a PS2 back in the day. They'll get the chance if they are still rocking an Xbox to be able to play that on Xbox One. So that that's kind of cool. And then the last game I'm kind of looking forward to is uh, the new Watch Dogs game, uh, Watch Dogs Legion. So that takes place in, I think, Europe this time around. I've liked the Watch Dogs games. I know they, they've been kind of like mediocre for a lot of people, but I kind of like that whole aspect of, of hacking into different things to kind of... You know, where you don't have to go necessarily toe-to-toe with an enemy, but you can use things to, like, in- incapacitate an enemy, whether it's drones or different electronics that are near them, you know, cause accidents, that kind of thing. I like that kind of stuff, so I'm, I'm looking forward to the new Watch Dogs game when that comes out later this year. But that's kind of what I got for uh, video games. But any other video games you guys are looking forward to, or was that kind of all that you guys were kind of looking forward to from that's, what you guys brought forth earlier? That's pretty much all that I'm looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for me. I didn't really look into video games as a whole, just as horror, pretty much. I mean, I've been out of the video game loop for a while. I haven't really right. played a lot of them. And when I have been playing, like I just bought, they had on sale the, the Castlevania Requiem. And it has uh, Symphony of the Night on it, and that's my favorite video game ever, and I've been playing that. I just think Mark just doesn't want to play video games with us anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just busy, always always hustling, man, always hustling. I hear you. Every game you're hustling. (laughs) Get that hustle on, make that money. Fucking trying to. Yeah, I hear you. Should should, Should we do the Blu ray news next? I've completely forgot all about that. Yeah, before we get into what movies we're looking forward to this year, yeah, let's talk about Blu-rays and uh, what Blu-ray news you have here for us this week. Well, there's a lot of titles that are going out of print this year in 2020 from Shout Factory. They even uh, put they put it on their website, too, um, a list. It's just called Going Out of Print 2020, um, and it's a lot of movies. Um <clears throat> They were on sale. Some of these movies were on sale because they had their end of the year sale. So that's what I I bought some of them that I hadn't had yet. Um, But here are the movies um, that are going out of print from Shout Factory. It's not just Blu-rays now. They've added some DVDs to it. So um, I'm just going to list them off. But you can always check their website for this list because it's right there on their homepage. Uh, We have Without Warning. That's the uh, Jack Palance alien movie aliens killing people i think it was it came out like in 81 um leviathan that's the underwater sea monster movie with peter weller that's a great movie i love that uh you have the vincent price collection volume two which has uh i believe five movies um some more of his edgar Allan poe movies like Wait, no, Tower of London was in Volume 3. It's it's a lot of movies. It's like five movies. That's going out of print. Uh, Dolls, Stuart Gordon's Dolls is going out of print. Uh, oh, wow. Dr- 
Yeah, so if you don't have that, pick it up. Uh, George Romero's The Dark Half is going out of print, and George Romero's Monkey Shines going out of print. So you have Pumpkinhead 2 going out of print. Bad Influence, Blood and Lace, a double feature of The Curse and Curse to the Bite. A uh, double feature of Murders in the Rue Morgue in the Dunwich Horror. Which, nice. I'm wondering if that's going out of print because of the Dunwich Horror. Because Shout Factory just released a, a standalone edition for Murders in the Rue Morgue. So, oh, that's, that's, that's probably what it is. A uh, double feature of The House Where Evil Dwells in Ghost Warrior. I enjoyed Ghost Warrior. That was a fun movie. Uh, a double feature of western movies uh, one's called Grey Eagle and the other one is called Winterhawk uh, Jeepers Creepers okay. 1 and 2 are both going out of print uh, Lady in White a double feature of Millennium and Rotor which I had to pick up because maybe we can get a Robocop versus Rotor movie in the future that's a dream of mine. There you now. go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Sicilian is getting going out of print. Sunny Boy, uh, Species Two, Three, and Four. All four, uh, all three of those are going out of print. Demented, double feature of Bolero and Ghost Can't Do It. Those are the Bo Derek movies. Uh, Missing in Action Three, No Way Out. Clive Barker's Lord of Illusions, The Nest, uh, a movie marathon, uh, <clears throat> four movie pack, call it the uh, action pack movie marathon, uh, contains four movies, uh, Bamboo Gods and Iron Man, Bulletproof, um, Track Down, and Scorchy. Uh, DVD of Escape to Grizzly Mountain with Dan Haggerty and Jan Michael Vincent. Hmm. That's going out of print. Uh, double feature DVD of uh, two Western movies, uh, The Hills Run Red and Apache. Uh, the, okay. the DVD triple feature of all three missing in actions is going out of print. Uh, their eight movie action film collection is going out of print. Which all of those, all the movies included are Death Wish 2, all three Missing in Action movies, uh, Cyborg, Invasion USA, Exterminator 2, Ninja 3, The Domination. All of those movies are on Blu-ray right now that you can pick up. Um, and Some good movies. Yeah. Goddamn right. Yeah. And then Squirm was on the list, but it is now officially out of print. That went, that went out fast. It's not available anymore. Oh, wow. So... Yeah, they have a big red stamp on the picture that says not available. So Squirm is no longer in print. So if you want to buy it, check you know your online stores or whatever before it's fully gone, like Amazon, etc. But a lot of movies going out of print for, I don't know, I guess licensing's run out. Or... That seems to be a, a kind of a, a trend with Shout Factory lately. It's, yeah. It seems like it's happening more and more with their what their licenses which is half the reason why i don't know just shop factory lately has just been kind of like other than a few releases here and there it's been kind of a lot of their stuff has been very very more missed than hits for me and then this happening with all the ones that i would want to get are now going out of print i don't know that's why i like vinegar syndrome now 
I'm a big believer in vinegar syndrome now. Oh, me too. I don't understand why the nest is going out of print because that's a Roger Corman production and they bought the entire library. So I don't know what's going on with that, but I'm wondering a lot of these are MGM movies. So I'm wondering, I still don't know if MGM is still tied to 20th century Fox or not. I'm kind of confused on that. So I don't know if that the Disney buy might have. Well, if the licensing uh, contract was already drawn up before Fox was bought by Disney, Disney still has to honor those agreements. Yeah. That that's why a lot of Disney titles on Disney Plus aren't available yet because they're still in streaming contracts with other services. I'm just wondering but, if MGM though is even tied to Fox or if it's like its own thing. Cuz I at first I thought they were just a subsidiary of Fox, but I don't know anymore. <clears throat> I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't either, but uh Yep, that's a lot of stuff. So you go to Shout Factory, check Amazon, wherever you usually buy your movies. If any of these titles you want, I'd say pick them up as quickly as you can because, you know, Squirm's already gone. So it's only a matter of time before the rest of them are gone. Yeah, <laughs> Okay, exactly. Ted, so a quick Google search says in 1971 they were announced to be in the process to merge with Fox, but it never happened. Oh, okay. I don't know if anything happened because 1971 was a long time ago, but that's what Google says. Yeah. Good old Google. (laughs) (laughs) But, But, all right. That's it right there. Good stuff. Thanks for the update on that. And obviously, as more things like this happen or more Blu-ray news happens, we will definitely let you guys know. Back to our regular scheduled program here. Let's get into talking about movies this year that we're definitely looking forward to. What are kind of some of the horror movies that you guys are looking forward to that are coming out this year? Well, I am totally looking forward to Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm looking yes. forward to that. I lo- I've watched that trailer I don't know how many times, and I just can't wait. We're finally getting an official Ghostbusters 3. After yeah. After 30, well, I guess it'll be 31 years now. Just Ghostbusters 2 was in 89, so yeah. Oh, I, yeah, lo- yeah. I love I love the whole fact they make it clear it's not connected to the 2016 version or just like there hasn't been a ghost sighting in 30 years. It's like yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2016 just got snapped away. I haven't seen it, so I can't say nothing bad about it. I refuse to it, see it. It doesn't I, look I good. I refuse to see it. It doesn't look like it would be good. I the attitude that movie created when people were just like, if y'all don't want to see this movie, then you're this and this and this. And I'm just like, well, I'm not going to see it because that proves I don't want to see it. <laughs> if that's what it's going to be about. So Sean saw it with his uh, daughter and he didn't say it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it and uh, I mean... Not even the whole political, you know, man bashing kind of things that people like to point out. I just didn't think it was a good movie. I just thought it yeah, was a I terrible watched, movie. I watched reviews on it and people, you know, they were given legitimate criticism about how jokes went on for way too long or too yep. much exposition. Somebody posted a, a video of them comparing two scenes from the original and the 2016 version and they said you know in the in the original 84 version it took them like 20 uh 20 seconds to establish one joke but then in the 2016 version it's like going on for like so many minutes for like one joke and it's just like come on you know (laughs) 
joke doesn't have to be long for it to be funny, you know. Right. So Ghostbusters Afterlife, that's a good one. Uh, what else are you looking forward to, Ted? Of course, we got Halloween Kills that is coming out at the end of October. Mm-hmm. Of course, we all knew that. I mean, that's no surprise. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's I on loved, my list too. <laughs> yep. I loved 2018, of course. So I cannot wait for Halloween Kills. Um, there's some independent movies. You know, there's one movie I'm kind of interested in. Um, I just Shout Factory is putting it on Blu-ray. It's one of those IFC titles. What's called Trespassers. It might be interesting. I kind of want to check that okay. out when it comes out. Um, also, uh, Universal has put out a. They're putting out a new Dragonheart movie <laughs> that's coming out in February on Blu-ray. Also, it's like the fifth one. This Why? is a franchise that's been going on for like twenty-four years now, and until like <laughs> two until like two years ago. I had no idea that they made any more beyond the second one that the second one wasn't good. It was, I knew there was a third one. And after the second one, I didn't want to watch the third one. The second one was bad. That that, that was was bad. It was very bad. The first one was amazing. I love that movie. I love the first one. The second movie I finally saw on TV one time and I was just like, man, that was just terrible. And then I didn't think anything else about it. I was like, whatever and then a couple of years ago i was like wait they made a dragon heart three. Oh, and they made a part four too like i didn't even realize this i was like darn and now they've got a fifth one so i kind of want to check these sequels out now that's an ongoing kind of franchise right. so so i'm looking forward to that um i need to watch three and four but <laughs> um i actually had a dog named draco growing up and nice. Everyone was like, oh, you named that after Harry Potter? I was like, hell no. That's from Dragonheart, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, is that Jason Isaacs, who plays the Draco's dad in the Harry Potter movies, he is in Dragonheart also. So that's kind of... Yeah. There. That's kind of funny. Nice. Ironic, I guess, or coincidence, whatever you want to call it. But uh, yeah, you know, not too many movies getting released this year in theaters that I can think or stuff that I don't know have been announced yet. Um, just a lot of Blu-ray releases are coming out, you know, that I'm more interested in like house by the cemetery, Lucio Fulci movie that's coming out. I think at the end of this month and another, it's another three, it's another three disc edition from blue underground. I'm looking forward to that. Oh yes. Yeah. I gotta get that. I'm looking forward to, uh, some of Shout Factory stuff that they're coming out with. Um, <clears throat> so you have Lucio Fulci. You have another Lucio Fulci, um, City of the uh, Living Dead, or that's coming out by Ronin Flicks. I'm looking forward to that. And just different Blu-ray releases like that I'm more interested in. What about you, Mark? Well, Ted already hit Halloween Kills and Ghostbusters Afterlife, but I'm excited for both of them enough to mention them again. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, Halloween 2018, it surprised me enough, and it was a good enough movie to where I was already ready for another one before I even walked out of the theater. Yep. Yep. I agree. And the Ghostbusters Afterlife is more Ghostbusters the way that we want ghostbusters to be so i'm i'm all for that i'll definitely buy the movie ticket i'll 
if most likely, if it is what I expect it to be, and I'm sure it will be, I will pre-order the movie, which is pretty rare for me. Um, I did pre-order Halloween, which, like I said, is rare. I almost never pre-order movies. Yeah. Um, The Invisible Man looks really freaking good. Yes, I forgot about that too. Yes, Invisible Man. Yep. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I really want to see that. And then I also have Antlers. I'm not 100 percent sure on what it is, but it looks really like thriller suspensey kind of thing, which is what I I really like those kind of movies. It looked good. And the New Mutants, the idea to me is interesting. I haven't seen a lot on it, but is that even right going to get I'm, released? Because that's it is it yeah, is it's finally. Not, they, they, it yeah. is finally being released and it's going they're going with the original cut of it. So yeah. they're they're disregarding all the reshoots they've done. <laughs> they are going with the original cut that they originally wanted to go with. How much money Imagine all the money is wasted. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, that movie was supposed to come out what 3 years ago? 2, two and a half years ago. 2 yeah. and a half years yeah. ago. The fir- the first trailer dropped and I was like, "Oh, this is cool. This is a an X-Men movie that's a horror film." And then they're like Oh, we're going to push it back to add more horror elements. And then it just kind of like disappeared. They're like, oh, we're reshooting this. We're reshooting that. Then the Disney buyout happened. So it's like, is this movie going to get released? Because I know it was supposed to be like the beginning of a new trilogy. Are they going to continue with yep. that? Or is it just going to be like like Dark Phoenix where they're just like, oh, here's here it is. We're just going to release it, get some money off of it, and then quietly put it in the back. Is I mean, do we know anything if they're going to continue I have no idea. Because I know, I know since they bought Fox, Disney, they're going to put like the X-Men and Fantastic Four and, and it was just, I think it was just announced they finally bought the rights to the Hulk back from Universal so they can make standalone Hulk movies. Um, huh. They'll never get the Spider-Man back ever. <laughs> Sony's, Sony's going to hold on to that forever. Yeah, they're going to keep that. <laughs> um, so I know they're going to introduce those characters in the MCU at some point, but um, the New Mutants, I don't know. I, I would like to see it as a, as you know a trilogy if that's how it was originally going to be, but I, I don't right. know because Dark Phoenix was supposed to be the first of a new trilogy in the X Men movies and. And then they just reshot it because, you know, Disney bought it. So they had to reduce reshoots and it basically became a a three movie arc. And then they cut it down to like a two movie arc and then they put it to where it's a two movie arc in one movie. (laughs) It's crazy. I I still enjoyed Dark Phoenix for what it was. I I had fun with it and I enjoyed it. It was better than X-Men The Last Stand. That that movie stinks. But um, right. But yeah, the, the whole Disney bio thing kind of put the kibosh on any X-Men stuff. So I'm just wondering if they're just going to be like, oh, here it is. Everybody's been waiting for this movie for like three years. It's done. We're just going to put it in the theaters. And when it leaves theaters, we're going to just, you know, pretend it doesn't exist or something. I don't know. I like to know what their intentions are. <laughs> that's it. Because it's money now. And I'm just like, do I want to spend money on something that's not going to go anywhere? Is it going to end on a cliffhanger? Is it going to do this, do that? If it's like one complete movie with potential for sequels, that's fine. But if they're trying to, if, if the original cut is, you know, ends on a cliffhanger or any type of sequel baiting, it's just like, we're, we're probably not going to see those sequels, even if the movie's great. So I don't know. Right. But it's interesting. It's finally getting released because I did not hear that. I figured the movie would just be stuck in Disney's vault forever since... 
it never got released so <laughs> right all right well anything else mark that you're looking forward to yeah my most anticipated movie of the year is going to be terrifier 2 i'm super excited for this movie nice but, yep the first i loved it but as you guys know i'm all about gore and that movie was nothing but gore <laughs> it, was, it was i great. liked terrifier terrifier was awesome yeah. Yeah, Art was, he was oddly charismatic for a character that doesn't fucking talk. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> if there's any point where we get a, you know, a, like a new horror movie villain like this, I think this is like the new generation of like a horror movie villain, kind of like in the vein of like Freddy, Jason, Michael Exactly, yes. yeah. I think he's the perfect embodiment of that, especially nowadays. I, I think they can really make this thing kind of go and really the sky's the limit, especially if they keep going independent like they are mm-hmm. currently and not selling out to some studio. And it's you all know, crowdfunded it all on their own. Yeah. yeah. I think if they keep it that way, I think they can really take this character and just make it as big as they want. Yeah. That's definitely one I'm looking forward to too. Um, any other ones or no, that's all I got, man. Okay. Well, for my list of what I'm looking forward to, definitely Terrifier 2 is definitely high up on that list for ones I'm looking forward. On top of that, Invisible Man is another one. Fantasy Island is another one I'm looking forward to in February. There's also Saw. I'm looking forward to the new Saw movie. I think that's going to be interesting to see what they do with that, you know, with them having Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson involved. And I like that they haven't had any leaks yet regarding this movie it's being kept very hush hush they didn't really release any stills from when they were filming or anything not really a whole lot's known about it i like that i like that we're going into this movie not really knowing a whole lot which is rare now obviously it is it's almost like a magic trick it's almost like impossible (laughs) to to do this and not have any leaks you know come out Kind of like Victor Crowley sooner or later. So I'm hoping that they don't fucking ruin it by just spewing out everything in the trailer. I hope that they keep it very minimalistic. Mm -hmm. Don't give us a whole lot. Just get us excited for the damn movie. I agree. You know, so saw is definitely another one that I'm looking forward to. On top of that, we do have the new Candyman movie coming out in June. And if the rumors are true, Tony Todd back as the title character, which is great. Isn't this acting as a direct sequel to the first movie also? Or... It's like a reimagining spiritual sequel kind of thing. Okay. But with them almost not necessarily confirming it, but it's being highly put towards the direction that Tony Todd is back as Candyman. Obviously, it's a sequel then. Yeah. But... I'm excited for that. I mean, Jordan Peele's producing that, not directing it, but producing. And, you know, it's been a long time since we've had a Candyman movie, so oh I think gosh, it's a good it's time been, to... It's been nearly 20 years. Yeah, it has been. So I think it's the perfect time to bring back that character, and especially if Tony Todd's back in, in that character, I'm all for it. Very excited for that. Well, darn, you're right. Also I think part, part three was like 99, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was so something it like been, that. Yeah, it's been twenty years. Oh my goodness. Yeah, time flies. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, on top of that, also this summer, we've got the next Purge movie coming out. Honestly, with the Purge movies, I don't think there's been one that I haven't liked. I love them all. But, all of them. Even but, Election Year. Yep. I mean, because they've, they've, they're just low-budget horror. It is Blumhouse. I, I know I've professed my love for Blumhouse, even though I really think that they need a a spanking for fucking Black Christmas because I think that was a step <laughs> in the wrong direction. But Ooh. that's that's besides the point. And not not that kind of a spanking. <laughs> Let's go with a hand slap. I think they need their hand slap for Black for Black Christmas. Isaiah, you dirty boy. <laughs> Ooh. But so the Purge Five comes out right after July Fourth. <clears throat> so that's something to look forward to this year. Now, Conjuring 3 comes out this year. I'm not 100% looking forward to it just because the title kind of makes me not want to look forward to it. The, what the whole The Devil Made Me Do It subtitle of it. That just sounds stupid. So, I mean, that one's coming out. I'm, I'm kind of excited because I've liked the Conjuring movie so far. But honestly, that that whole cinematic universe is getting overplayed. Yes. And it's it's becoming too much at this point. It's almost like you need to take some time off from these movies. I mean, they've released so many since 2014 that it's it's becoming old now. I mean, if you look cuz 2014 was 6 years ago. They've released Conjuring, Conjuring 2, the three Annabelle movies, The Curse of La Llorona, The uh, Nun, and The Nun. <laughs> so that's seven, seven movies. movies in 6 years. So, I mean, it's a little overkill at this point. And, you know, I know, like, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, they've all had their turn where they were releasing a a movie a year, basically. And at some point, there just becomes that just fatigue from it. And I really think the Conjuring universe is kind of in that fatigue stage now because this is going to be the eighth movie that they've released in the last seven years now well you know that subtitle a little much that subtitle they put on there devil made me do it that that subtitle is um the studio that's warner brothers saying the devil made us make this movie so um (laughs) pretty much so so, you know they're like don't if you don't like it don't blame us don't blame the devil (laughs) well the the, a lot of series have been doing at least for me like the the fatigue you're talking about that's what happened to me with the all the Marvel movies, I just got tired of them. Yeah, absolutely tired yep. of them. I haven't That's watched Infinity War, too. and I haven't watched Endgame. I probably will eventually, but I haven't seen either one of those movies because at that point, it seemed like at one of those two, they came out with like three Marvel movies in the same year. It Get ready, like, next year they're doing four. Well, they 20, did twenty twenty one. Is they're doing four? I think it was Infinity War and. Black Panther and Ant-Man and the Wasp or whatever was all in the same year. Yeah. Like, how do yep. you expect me to keep track of all these freaking movies, man? <laughs> <laughs> they expect you to be a slave to the Disney machine. Yeah, the MCU, their their whole phase four slate of films. We've got, I looked it up, we got what, two movies this year and then four next year. I'm thinking, yep. how the crap are you going to do four in one movie and make a profit on every single one of those movies? I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. So I'm looking forward to Black Widow because that looks like an awesome action movie. So that's another movie yeah. I'm looking forward to that that's non-horror, but that looks cool. 
I can't remember what other movies coming out this year for the MCU. The next year, it's just this and this. And I think it was the Eternals. Oh, the Eternals. I think the Eternals. Okay. I think that's what it was. I could be wrong, but I, I thought that's the one that was coming out this year. Besides Black Widow, I know Thor. But, Thor: Love and Thunder is coming out next year, so that that should be fun and entertaining. With yes, Ta- Ta- Taika Waititi or how you pronounce his name is back directing. So always love <laughs> the Thor movies. They're they're hilarious. Yeah. This one yep. should be agreed. This this one should be no different. Same director from Ragnarok. So, but yeah, I have a you know I've I've never watched any of the Purge movies yet. Is that Purge TV show? Do you have to like watch that show to understand the movies, or is that like kind of like? I, I don't. Oh, I haven't. I, I haven't so. seen the show. I've only seen the movies. Okay, and I the, think you could probably get it by watching the show too. It's set up like a. Like a universe, so like each the movies don't follow each other at all. No. Okay. You could honestly watch any of them and probably follow along pretty well. I, I would still watch the first one because it explains everything a little bit more. Oh yeah, I'd watch like, them in order. That's how I would watch any new franchise that I would go into. I don't want to just hip hop around, but you know, I know because they've got what four movies so far with the fifth coming out. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. And so then we got Wait. the TV show. I just I hate the idea of having to watch a TV show to still understand what's going on in the movies. I I think that's stupid if that's right. But um, if that's the case, then I need to start watching those. Yeah, def yeah, especially if you're gonna watch them in order, that's a good way to do it. Because honestly, the first Purge movie is kind of dull. Yeah, <laughs> in comparison to the rest of. Is that the one it's that's like the home invasion movie? Essentially, yeah. yes, it's just in the home. Yep. Cause what like yeah, isn't isn't it? Much. If I remember the trailer from years ago, wasn't it like the family took in some guy that the group of people were trying to kill, so now they're trying to break into the yep. home. And yeah, that. it's exactly it's very reminiscent of Panic Room. Oh okay, and then the second movie, which I know like y'all have talked about, like especially Sean they said, you know, it's like anarchy. Yeah, it's like in the streets and something about mm-hmm. what, that married couple their car breaks down as soon as it was happening so they you know have to survive the night and yep yeah it's good those any everything from anarchy on is good in my opinion i, I liked them all i even liked the first one you know for what it was I, as a home invasion flick i thought it was good mm-hmm. it was just kind of dull in comparison to what they were kind of trying to uh presented as because they presented it as this 12 hours of just pure mayhem but it wasn't a whole lot of mayhem in that movie. It was just very contained, yeah. which is fine. It's it's a good starting point for them. I just wish that you know they wouldn't have tried to portray it as something that it wasn't what that it wasn't mm-hmm. when they first released it. But yeah, I mean, out of out of all of them, that one's definitely the dullest of them all. But that's it's a whole different breed okay. in comparison to the other ones. But I think they're all good, you know, in their own ways, definitely. I really like the first one, and I'm I'm not going to go into detail because Ted said he's wanting to watch it, and I'm sure there's a bunch of listeners that hadn't seen it. I loved the first one, how it ended. I just loved it. Yes, because the ending was good. Because it had all the stuff going on, and it was like over. Yeah, and I won't go into any more than that because I will absolutely ruin it. But I just <laughs> loved, loved the way it ended. Definitely. There's also. Uh, yeah. Even though th- there's also another movie coming out this year we're not looking forward to, but I'm going to be a jerk and just mention it anyway. 
Aren't you guys excited about the new Paranormal Activity movie that they're going to do? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck you, oh, Ted. <laughs> Don't you want to see Anyways. how ghost time traveling works or whatever it was that you told me about? <laughs> Ish. No, Fuck let's that, go no. back to Ghostbusters and talk about the ghost blowjobs because that's so yeah. much more interesting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's a franchise Anyways. I gave up after four. I was like, I'm done. I don't yeah, I gave That's up on that one after the first back. one. <laughs> I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> I gave, hey, the first few are good. The, the, the first few are good. The first one's boring. The second and third one I actually enjoyed. That's why I watched the fourth and the fourth. I was just like, I'm done. This movie sucks. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done yeah. with this franchise. <laughs> after three, everything just goes completely downhill. But yeah, that's a whole different discussion for a whole other time. Um, just to kind of finish, finish up my list of, of what I'm looking up uh, forward to here this year. So Conjuring, I'm kind of looking forward to. Not really, though. Uh, Ghostbusters is obviously another one I'm looking forward to. That's just 30 years in the making. Finally, we're getting a, a proper Ghostbusters sequel. I'm looking forward to that. Um, even though we got the video game, which was basically like a third movie. But that's still a video game. So I don't really look at it as a movie, even though it had the story of a movie, basically. Antlers is another, another one that you had mentioned that I'm looking forward to. Um, just cause it looks different and you don't really know kind of what's going on with it yet, but it looks interesting. Uh, Halloween kills. Definitely. I've talked about it so much about how much I love 2018. I'm very, very much looking forward to Halloween kills, especially with how they're talking, how batshit crazy it's supposed to be. I'm hoping that it does live up to that because really you got to kind of amp it up, you know, after, how good 2018 was you got to amp it up you got to really deliver on it now i believe that they will I, I think they got a good crew around it to be able to deliver something good and bringing back all these classic characters has got me very excited um last horror movie i have that i'm kind of looking forward to and this one doesn't have a release date yet but it's supposed to be coming out this year Zack snyder's next movie which is actually a netflix original so it's actually being produced by netflix uh, Army of the Dead. So it's not necessarily a sequel to his Dawn of the Dead remake, but it's kind of in the same vein, but it's also being played as kind of like a heist movie. Hmm. So it's, you know, taking place in like, I think it's like a, at either Atlantic City or uh, Vegas. Uh, basically, they're trying to rob the biggest casino there or something like that in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. So the thing that got me really interested with this is that he's talking about that. He's basically Zack Snyder basically doesn't have like a studio breathing down his neck, trying to control how he makes his movie. He said, this is the first time in a long time that he's gotten to really just go as batshit crazy as he wants to. It's Cause it's not a DC a movie. movie. That's why. <laughs> exactly. And so he just feels like this is like therapeutic for him. I don't blame you know, him. After the last how many ever years he's been doing all these movies where it's been nothing but control taken away from him. Man of Steel, so, Batman v Superman, Justice League. Justice League just got yeah. ripped out from him. <laughs> the poor mm-hmm. guy. Then he had the personal tragedy that happened with his family, and it's just like, geez, yeah, feel sorry for the guy. <laughs> right. So I'm I'm excited to see what he does with this because I really did like Dawn of the Dead, the remake. That's probably one of my favorite remakes of all time. That's one of mine too. I thought he'd. I thought he did a wonderful job with that. Oh, I love it, that remake. Yeah, because it's so much different than the original Dawn of the Dead that it almost makes it its own thing. And 
they didn't try to make it other than the fact that it's set in a mall they tried to make it its own movie you know the only thing is it tied ha- to. it has zombies in a mall that's pretty much it even right. even the zombies are different cuz they run so yep which i i, I like cuz it's a good contrast in comparison cuz i'm i'm not one of those people that you know, either loves the slow moving zombies or the fast moving zombies. I like all zombies, you know, when it's done. As right. long as the movie's good. Yeah, exactly. I love talking zombies so, too. return of the living dead. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's room for all of them. As oh long yeah. As it's and done then, well. yeah. And then you got your different, you got your, uh, your de- demonic zombies and you have your viral infection zombies. Yeah. You have so yeah, many completely types. different. Like my, one of my favorite zombie movies was, uh, 28 days later and they run in that that was a great movie yeah i hate how people say that that's not a zombie movie i mean it's it's, a zombie it's a big debate (laughs) and i disagree because it's about people that this this group of freaking cracked out cannibals that if you bite them you turn into them too yep it sounds like a zombie to me Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I remember my cousin and I went and saw 28 weeks later in the theater, and it scared the crap out of him so bad that he said after he got home, he had to watch The Lion King twice. He said, <laughs> That's <laughs> so funny. That is so funny. I was like, You were scared? I didn't even think the movie was scary. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but I wasn't scared. He's like, Yeah, it scared and me. And I can, I can hear Sean now listening to us talk about that, and he's because he's one of the naysayers about zombies. I, I, I see you, Sean. I see you. <laughs> it's all right. Should have been here, Sean, to defend your standpoint. <laughs> how how dare you have a birthday for your daughter, Sean? How dare you? <laughs> What's more important, Sean? Your your daughter's birthday or the or the show? <laughs> I do. And for those of you that think we're serious, we are kidding. <laughs> yes. Sean already had this planned. This is already known, so it's not a big deal. We want <laughs> to say happy birthday. Josh and him. <laughs> I do have one more movie that I forgot to mention. Um, I think it's going to get released this year. It's an independent movie. Um, it's called Babysitter Massacre Heavy Metal. Um, okay. There is an independent filmmaker based in Ohio. His name is... I'm going to butcher his name like I butcher everybody's names. Henrik... <laughs> it's Henrik Kudo Kodo. I can't pronounce it, but he, uh, he's done quite a few independent horror films and other stuff okay. and not just directing he's produced, but I want to say like 2014, he did a, he did uh, a movie called babysitter massacre. He uh, wrote, directed, produced it. It's not a bad slasher film. I enjoyed it for what it was. It was uh basically a throwback to eighties slasher films. And he did a Kickstarter campaign to make a franchise. Um, and, and it was successful, so there's going to be at least three more that, that's planned. Uh, Babysitter Massacre Heavy Metal, which it already has a, what do you call it, a, a slot on IMDb. So I'm thinking it's okay. going to come out sometime this year. And he's they also have two more after that. One of them is a Babysitter Massacre, a Sleigh Bells, Christmas-themed horror, and another one that's uh, like basically camping i can't remember the subtitle for that one i think it's called babysitter massacre camp camped out camping out or something anyway okay and anyway i'm i'm looking forward to that i i did enjoy babysitter massacre so you know franchises you know if if it's good then it's good so i'm looking forward to it i love the the plot is basically 
kind of insane. I don't think these movies are going to follow each other, so it's going to be like each one's a standalone, it seems like. But um, okay. the, the plot for Heavy Metal is this rocker is getting revenge on his ex-girlfriend, and he makes a, a deal with the devil to, to get powers or something, I guess kind of like Shocker, and goes after her and her friends. Like, the first movie is more grounded in reality, where you have these girls when they were kids they did a they had like their own babysitter club and then two of them went out trick-or-treating one halloween one of them got kidnapped by a guy wearing a white mask and now they're all older and the girl who didn't get kidnapped all of all of them have shunned her except for one and then this killer wearing the same white mask shows up and starts killing them one by one it was interesting i enjoyed it so it's cool that they're going with like a standalone thing, so I guess nice. you can watch it in any order you want to. But so I'm looking forward to that. Well, there's there is two more movies that I had that I'm looking forward to. So, uh, well, one of them is not really a movie, and it's not really made by a studio or anything. I am looking forward to Never Hike Alone, their series that they're putting out. They're making this a year. Series? Yeah. Yeah, they're making uh, three more uh, shorts. Oh, I did not know I, I that. I believe it's three more. Oh, yeah, we, we, we talked about it a while ago on the podcast. It must have been one um, more wasn't there. It, it might have been. But, like, the, the next one is called, like, Never Hike in the Snow. So, basically, <laughs> Friday the 13th in the wintertime. And then they got some other ones because they got uh, Deputy Rick coming back. Oh, I remember. Okay, yes. Okay, Jason I did lives. know about this. I just forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So awesome. I am looking forward to that. That's going to be exciting as that comes out over the next year for the the different episodes that they release for that. But the last one that I am looking forward to, and I've been waiting for this for a long time, it's not horror. So I'm sorry to disappoint you guys that think it's going to be horror, but it's not. Bill and Ted face the music. Yes. Yes. I have been waiting for that for so long. The pictures that they've released finally... look great. Oh my God, it looks so good everybody's and then back yeah everybody minus rufus is back yeah. and then they've got samara weaving in it and then um oh my, the other girl samara playing it's another future <laughs> ex-wife of mine so there you go <laughs> knew that was coming mm-hmm. my babysitter <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love that they got all the same actors back for like you know Death William Sadler's back, of course, yep. of course Alex Winter and um, Ke- Keanu yeah. Reeves and um, the Hal Linden Jr. is back as Ted's dad and the same actress playing Missy is back. It's great, so it's gonna be just awesome. I don't care what anybody says. I'm already hyped for this movie. Aren't they keeping with the tradition? They're having two different people two different ladies playing the princesses too this time i think again. so yeah because it's it was different in the first two movies yeah. and yeah, why break tradition now so um yeah I'm, I'm very very much looking forward to this and i'm excited uh for that that's for sure any other final movies that you guys are kind of looking forward to before we close out tonight's episode i think that that sums it up for me yeah, yeah that, that covers it well, this is kind of our list of the things between movies, video games, and television that we're kind of looking forward to this year. And, you know, kind of what we're looking forward to doing with the podcast and content in general. You know, we would love to hear from you guys. As always, you can reach out to us through our different social media platforms. 
We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of them are at CLS Podcast. Feel free to reach out to us for anything. If there's any other movies that you guys are looking forward to that you would maybe want us to check out and possibly even review, let us know. Like I said, I I would love to start doing more reviews because I think we really shine when we do those. And even when we do these episodes where we just kind of bullshit, like tonight. I mean, tonight was a very low-key night, and I think we had a good episode. I mean, an hour and a half of just talking about what we're looking forward to. I think it's. I think it was an interesting episode. So, you know, feel free to always let us know what you guys are wanting to hear from us or what you guys want us to cover. We always want to hear from you guys. But otherwise, we appreciate you checking out tonight's episode. And as Ted always says, see you next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. Campers.